Hello everybody and welcome back to Shield Bash. I am Mark. I'll be your GM and host for today and to my right... This is Will playing Uko. This is Jason playing Bridger. Weighs the same as a duck. And Curtis playing Donk. Not to forget the other two in the group that are here. Uh, Pete playing Nat and... Britt playing Balmy Taker. Yeah, when you do that and thing, it kind of has this note of finality, you know? I know. Jerk. <laughs> so, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Oh, sorry, it's a different song. Um, yeah. How is everybody? I'm sleepy. I'm very sleepy. Not terrible. <laughs> very tired. I was awake, then I drove for two plus hours and started to fall back asleep just as I got here to wake up again. It's rough, bro. Rough. Talking about those roads, you are exactly right. It's Illinois after the uh, after the winter. Well, I mean, pre post winter, right? And you know, pre pre road construction season. Well, yeah, supposedly that started on seventy two this last week, but I don't see anything. Well, there's lots of cones and barrels yeah, so out there. They got all the cones and barrels back out there. Oh, I you suspect. mean that's not our state flower? Mm, well, it is. <laughs> well, it but should be. It's going to move out in the middle of the road. <laughs> the my the, the yellow the yellow breast, uh, vested construction worker is also making an appearance. So you know it's spring. <laughs> I remember Sleep years bird. ago when they decided to redo Main Street here in town, and they started it, tore it all up, and said, "Okay, nobody can drive on it." And then winter hit, and they just left it all winter and expected nobody to drive on it all winter. It's like you can't cross town without like so like uh, a lot of the barriers and cones just kind of got shifted, and people just kept driving on it. That's what I don't like about the the construction here, is they're doing construction kind of, sort of, right there on uh, 74 in between the two sides of Champagne, and they just don't, on my drive over here, I, I noticed they don't take down the signs, there's no barrels or anything in the road, so the speed limit's still 55, even though the road looks exactly the same as it did when it was the regular speed. So I'm like, why Why are we doing 55? There's nobody out here. It's like 20 degrees. Yeah, I drive past where they're doing the interchange outside of Champaign, and parts of that are 45. Yep. Meanwhile, no reason. Missouri, uh, a few years back, I went through there. Well, I had to go through there often, but a few years back anyway, on I-44, they had a sign. As of tomorrow, the westbound lane of 44 is closed for 24 hours. Well, that's kind of different. I looked it up. They took out the entire fucking bridge and replaced it in 24 hours. Yep. I've seen some <laughs> videos of them doing that kind of stuff. It's impressive. They basically build it off-site and wheel it in. That's cool. That would be cool. Yarr. Meanwhile, Illinois, we have a single pothole. Closed road for six months. Well, we got to do the feasibility studies, and then there's the kickback. I mean, the, uh, the bid process. Well, let's be honest. With a the pothole, they're going to throw some asphalt in it and call it good, and then when it pops up again they'll throw some more asphalt in there and then six years later they'll finally repave the road you'll be yeah. lucky if it's asphalt and it isn't just like spare rocks that they had in their driveway hey, at home exactly <laughs> maybe a possum raccoon speaking <laughs> Whatever of uh, that filler space. in there then they do the shit like they did with 72 last time they re redid it where they get it all nice and they finish and it looks great no bumps and then they go through and cut holes in the fucking thing <laughs> yeah okay. what all right, we should. This is we're all sleepy, and this is a real negative topic. We should go over to. Uh, hey, <laughs> boo boobs. Hey, we got a boob ball now. <laughs> Thanks, Jennifer. Is it Jennifer's boob? No, it's her boob ball. I was gonna say it's not Jennifer's boob. I know that. But. It's a ball, and it's a boob. Yeah, it's it's like, well, a little bit bigger than like a red playground ball. It used to get hit with and went bong when it hit you and hurt, yeah, stung really the bad. Four square ball. Yeah, but this one, this one's got a nice nipple and areola on it. Mark, take it out of your mouth. You're hard to understand. Well, what? <laughs> Shut up. Good thing this is a, you know, audio medium and not a visual medium. And yes, I was fondling the big boob ball the whole time I was talking. How to could you not? Well, I mean, moderately sized boob ball. That's probably a good D cup there, right? I mean, like I said, moderately sized. But like comparatively to other boob balls, not boobs, boob balls. I'm moderately boob. sized. Uh, yeah, I have to say my. My boob ball uh, experience is a little limited. You prefer the real deal, don't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody much. does. Well, as we established before the uh, Real boobs, real started, balls, real good. I'm apparently a... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a tagline for a whorehouse or something. Right. I don't 
stop it. Worry, <laughs> <laughs> <Maurice> Samuel. <laughs> yeah. Before I got yeah, derailed, I, by I, that. I don't know. We were talking about boobs and balls, and then B started grabbing her boobs and looking at me and smiling. I don't know what that was about, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not I believe to it. That just means you're supposed to grab your balls now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. wouldn't be game day if the if the recording studio was any more Hooter than it is. <laughs> no, I meant Hooter. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah. So anyway, Will, what were you saying? <laughs> As we established before we started recording, I'm apparently an expert on the subject of boot balls. That's you are? Right. Yes. Do you own several? No, but if you have questions. Oh. <laughs> you have answers, huh? The last time I fondled anything that remotely resembled a boot ball like that was when I was in the Navy, and we had breast implants come in. And we had to check them to make sure there was no leaks and that they were, you know, sealed and everything. Because before you put them in, you want to make sure that they're not defective. Because that's really bad when you get them in, then they discover a defect. So what size did you have implanted? Well, these are a nice bee. Um, kind of comes and goes with the time of... Uh, never mind, shut up, <laughs> Wow. So, like, um, where were we again? Well, we're here at the wonderful Shield Bass Studios here in scenic Farmer City, Illinois. And we're around the octagon-shaped table of death. I mean, uh, table of fun. It's not death yet. but uh, Not for us, anyway. Not for us, anyway. Not yet. But uh, we left off last time with our intrepid heroes. They had visited Rin Savinix. She is the proprietor of the local shop of curiosities and also a follower of the Cosmic Caravan. And they um, went to, yes, a trippy-dippy-hippie tiefling lady with uh, with a elf uh, ancestry also very mysterious very uh otherworldly in her outlook um but she seems to have hit it off with bridger a little bit and she also warned you guys about the gauntlet had relit as far as she knows no one else in town has noticed it and she only sees it during the night she says but the gauntlet is glowing again to let you guys know that you should probably do something with that. Um, at least try to discover why it's lit again, because it couldn't be anything good. And she has a deep sense of foreboding that keeps getting worse, and it keeps centering around her dreams, centering around the, the gauntlet and the tower. You know, she has been told that people would come, and here of all you guys have showed up, and she seems that that is a, you know, just a confirmation of her faith in the caravan, that, that once again, the... Uh, the caravan had stopped just in time and brought the people and the things that she needed and that the town needed at this time. We are in the town of Otari on the shore of the Inner Sea on the Isle of Cortos. Just about a seven, eight day journey from Absalom. Our heroes, as you know, if you've been listening at all, they overcame a great uh, trouble under Otari. A bunch of kobolds had taken residence down there and they were feeding the baby which turned out to be a baby green dragon, which they overcame. So, yay. Barely. Barely, yes, but they Very did it. Barely. barely? We were fine. I think four out of the five of us were down to one HP at one point. <laughs> yes. And by overcoming the baby, they coined their new group name, which is... Tentatively. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I had some thoughts on that. I... <laughs> I hope the rest of you were following the suggestion and thinking of some things, because we were doing um, uh, Cortos Isle Dragon Slayers. Yeah. But I had some other thoughts I want to pitch out there to you guys. Let's pitch let's away. Do uh, the Motley Collection of Undesirables, which is the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> Kick ass wow. and take shit. That's cats. <laughs> uh, fellows under constant development, or fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like cats and I like fucked. I like fucked. We are fucked. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna vote for cats. <laughs> we are the fucked. <laughs> one vote for cats. One vote for fucked. Nobody wants kids anymore. <laughs> I mean, kids is fun, but <laughs> I think that's generally the consensus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we informed them of that the other day, and they seemed disappointed. Right. Right. What about you, Pete? Which one do you like best? Fucked. 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 Will. That's. That's a tough choice. Um, Can you picture this? We're introducing ourselves to some sovereign somewhere. You should be fucked, too. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, no, it's pronounced fucked. (laughs) 
fucked it. I like cats, but yeah, fucked is going to be hilarious. All right. How'd you get to do the job? I got fucked. <laughs> uh, which does lead me to another question as well. Um, now that we've established we are the fellows under constant development, uh, the loot situation? <laughs> you can get fucked too. <laughs> Come, sign up, pay us, and get fucked. <laughs> get fucked for your troubles. <laughs> get fucked for your problems. One eight hundred, get fucked. Hey, that actually works too. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> a wow, seven digits. Yeah. If that isn't taken, <laughs> we need to get it immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need this phone number. When there's no one else to help you, get fucked. <laughs> Just imagine that's probably like some <laughs> kind of ownership rights under Hugh Hefner by now. Yeah, that are some his, rando his just bought it just to yeah, just like internet domain names, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm like the T-shirts are writing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Which group are you with, sir? I'm with fucked. Uh, aren't we all fucked in the end? So, Mark, I'm, I'm still a little confused, and I know you explained it, but like I said, I've had a lot of shit this week, past yes. couple. So the loot we got, you had mentioned while we were here, I don't remember if it was on or off mic, that you were just going to give us 14 gold pieces. Was that specifically and solely only for the Chronicles? Yes. Okay. So the rest of it's we got to sell our shit. Yes. Okay. You have, you have monetary gold that she promised you. The 50 okay. gold. Yep, yep. You got that. That's cash. And then everything else you can sell. Um, now, you guys can choose to do that on screen, off screen. Doesn't really matter to me how you do it. Um, we can decide that as a group. Um, I'm happy with that. There are places in town where you can sell stuff. Um, there are also several places in town where you can go to get more information on things like um, the gauntlet or, hey, can I buy a magic weapon or stuff like that. Um, pretty much it is a uh, level four town. So everything under that level you can buy right now. Anything over that, they'll have to send to Absalom for it. It'll be a special order, it'll be half down, half whenever you receive the, the item. Uh, I'm assuming that's four inclusive. So like if something is level four, you can find it here? Correct. Gotcha, okay. How, how do you judge the level of wands? Is it just the level of spell? Correct. It? That's the way I understand it. And if anybody's out there and you know better, uh, write us and we may listen to you. <laughs> May. So, as a group, what do you guys want? Do you want to do a shopping episode? Because some people really like those, listener-wise. It's fine with me. I only really want to buy one thing at this point. but Yeah, but you got the loot list, so you need to be in charge of selling, too. Yep. I do have one thing that I want, but I can't use it until level 4 anyway, so I am perfectly happy waiting. That include the sword that I'm carrying around? Not if you want to keep it. Okay. Now, you're talking about the magic sword that you got, right? Yeah. Okay, um, nice thing about uh, PF2, you can either keep that sword as is, or you can take it to um, a smith and or a magic user. Either one will be able to do this, but usually a smith takes care of most of those things. And he can actually remove the rune and copy it onto a runestone. You will have to buy the runestone, though, and then pay him to do the transfer. But then you will have that plus one rune that you can put onto any weapon that you want after that. Oh, interesting. It's kind of like a cash and carry type thing. Mm. But it does not, like, if you want to keep that, cool. But I have another plus one sword uh -huh. to also sell off that I've been carrying around since we found it in that tomb. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, I think I want to hold on to it for a little bit. Because this one uh, does that whole smoke thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it might Extra come in fire handy. damage, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, no arguments for me. But uh, the question is, do we as a group want to do a shopping episode, or do we want to do all this? All oh, time? I was hoping to do something about my armor, but I'm not really sure what my options Still are. Still not the question. We want to do it on mic or off mic? Fucking, we're already doing it on mic. Yeah. All right. I figured that was what was happening. <laughs> it, it was, but that was, was trying to steer us into a question phrase. We got this plus one short sword. Mark, how much does it cost to get the rune removed? I believe the same price as the rune itself. Or half the, half the price of the rune itself, and then a rune stone is whatever the cost of the rune stone is in the book. All right. Because as a group, we, we should make a choice here. We have this thing. 
we can either sell the plus one short sword or we can have the plus one part removed so we could give it to um, Toof if and when he ever shows back up or to Donk to put on one of their weapons. A runestone costs three gold. How much would it cost to have the thing taken off then? Um, a plus one rune, I believe, is 35. Correct. So 38 gold pieces. Mm. So we would otherwise sell this thing for, what, for, uh, 20 or something like that? be half. Half of the worth, yeah. yeah. Well, because the plus one part's 35, and then it's the sword cost. You know, whoever wants it dishes out the 35 or 38 to, to actually, get it. Actually, Jason, it would be... If the rune cost 35, it'd be half of 35 to transcribe it onto the three gold piece runestone. Uh, okay. It's a 17 and a half. And then the three gold for the runestone, so it'd be 20. So we either as a group make 20 or somebody who wants this thing spends 20. Mm-hmm. I, I have no no need for it, so. It's interesting, but I my, my first priority is to look into something to do with armor. I need to stop getting my ass kicked so bad. You're going to need big armor. Big boy armor. As far as it goes, if no one else wants it, then 20 for the plus one is going to be cheaper than 35, so I would take the plus one aspect for uh, Nat's bow. I did, I did, yeah, I didn't even think about your bow. You hit so hard already. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I will mark this off the list. It's going to Pete. Done and, and then, done. And then Pete's got pretty much all the rest of our gear. I am hoping to get just a little extra gold here from group sales because I would like to buy a wand. What wand are you trying to buy, out of curiosity? Um, mage armor. Because it Ooh. lasts until I prepare spells again now. How much are you missing? Uh, however much I can get. Technically, I have enough now. Uh, but I also am not happy with what happened with um, uh, Tamerly, and I want to try and get money back into her pocket, but I I have a plan for that. It's just a matter of how much money I have left. I gotcha. Now remember, Tamerly was very, very happy um, that you guys got to the bottom of it, and you already said that you would come and help speak to the captain with her and let her know what happened. And you guys had talked and, you know, like maybe if you gave the rest of the dragon carcass to the captain, that would placate him you know, with the loss of the fish uh, proceeds. Um, and Tamerly, actually, she was so happy that she's offered to feed you guys any time that you're in town, in, in the, the noon and evening time meal especially, because that's when she sets up her, her after-hours little cafe and gambling den. I can give you eight gold, Jason. I know it's not a lot of help, but that's what but I... In this edition, yeah, it is. Or, yes, yeah, eight gold. Are you sure? You're yep. probably, probably not getting it back. That's fine. That's what I got. Uh, I will tentatively accept that. Let's just wait and find out what we get from everything. So you guys are still currently at uh, Rin's, um, you know, oddity shop here. Um, and uh, she says, um, is there anything else I can help you with at Wind's Win Wonders? Please let me know. If you find anything interesting in your adventures, bring that to me and I can help you with it. Uh, thank you very much. We will... Uh, we will definitely do so. Sure thing, lady. Uh, I'm going to say, like, while we're basically taking the time in character to sell all this stuff, uh, any downtime he has, Bridger's still working on his, um, inscribing his new rune bones. Uh, bones excellent. Bones, Uko will, uh, go ahead and, and seek out the magic shopper or wherever he would find a staff of healing and take note of it, the location. For later, well, you're um, when you mention that, uh, Nat, Nat says, "Oh, well, then you should probably go to the Dawnflower Library because uh, it's a temple too." Uh, he will seek that out, kind of familiarize himself with it, and then um, go back and wait with uh, Tamerly uh, for the captain. Well, you know that, uh, and you can ask Ren because she's familiar with the entire area, and you guys probably have seen it because it's down on the uh the coast and as you look over um to the south uh west you will see the domes the three domes of the dawnflower library but if you look to the southwest you will see the domes rising at the edge of the seashore uh blue glittering domes of the dawnflower library and uh, that is a place where um the saren rites have uh been gathering books and scrolls and chronicles for years. Um, they also have uh, healing services there. You can find some magical weapons. 
and um, you know they they try to to help out uh, you know the less fortunate in town as best they could. As your eyes track the domes, you look up, you see a winding uh, staircase made of. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of wooden steps that go up to the top of the cliff face and uh, you can just see over the lip of the thing a large like uh, oh holy symbol can't really make it out from this area but it looks like it's on top of maybe a crypt can i tell whose holy symbol that is not from this distance okay um but you you mention it to ren and she goes oh yes that is the uh, the otari graveyard it's there above the uh, the temple it's a very restful place usually usually it is restful the graveyard becomes unrestful? Well, at times. Or maybe in the future. It, it's hard to say. Things are rather fluid, I've found in the time streams. That's not my experience, but interesting. Oh. Well, you should get out more, dear. So is there anything else I can do for you? Uh, please, if, if you go there and you see that the light is lit, it's very important that you try to... Find out why it's lit again, and 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 stop it if you can. I I I feel that that is a large priority that you should have. We we intend to go, but we need to help out Tamerly before we leave town with the captain, and then and uh, then we will probably head out. Yes, it's almost time for the fish boat to come in. Yes. Does she have armor in the shop at all? No, she does not. You think uh, wondrous items, trinkets. Uh, very small, like, magical weapons, daggers, uh, maybe an arrow here or there, something like that. A wand? Um, she could probably have wands. Let me, let me see. What wand are you looking for? Mage armor. Well, she got a good roll on her inventory, so let me check and make sure that she has that, um, available to cast. Now, mage armor in this, does it work like it did in first edition? No. But it still won't stack with your armor. No. She does not have a wand of mage armor. However, she says that she can probably procure one for you. Or she says you might want to try and uh, talk to um, the uh, the gentleman over at um, Otari Oddities. Yeah, all right. It's not one of them weird Saren rites, is he? Those guys are bizarre. No, 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 no. It's it's odd stories. Otari's odd stories. You go over there, and uh, you want to talk to uh, to to Morbolent. Uh, Morbolent is the proprietor. Um, he lives there um, with his husband, and um, uh, he is known to work in uh, in wizard stuff. I'm more of a primal spiritual caster myself. Balmy, would you? Would yep. And I, I hold out my hand. Yep. We'll skip, and by skip, I mean we'll. We'll let Donk do his thing that I interrupted, and then it will just be there. Oh, I thought you wanted me to walk all funny. It was more of a hop. <laughs> Donk? Uh, yeah, so Donk is pretty much just looking around for armor, and he doesn't see it. And uh, that's, that's it. He's, he's, he, wants some, he wants some more leather armor. Well, she says, you, you must have passed uh, Blades for Glades. Uh, on the way here, um, he usually has a selection of things. Um, and also then, of course, there's, uh, there's the Otari Market. Um, it's, it's down uh, closer to the, uh, uh, to the flume um, and to the dock down there, um, uh, straight uh, south until you get to the sea almost. It's very hard to miss. I know the way of that, too. All right. Now, Mommy, you remember that, uh, yes, Mira, uh, she is anxiously waiting to see if you survived your first outing. Um, you may want to go back and check in there, too. Uh-huh. That sounds like a damn good idea. We can do that on the way, I think. Uh, is that your girlfriend? No, man. I ain't hitched. Uh, just, you know, a passing fling. It's good to stay unattached sometimes. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I can tell by the sound of your voice that that is not an accurate statement. Is it your mom? No, my sister. No, my <laughs> favorite <laughs> aunt. Unattached cousin. Maybe. I don't know. Is she a dwarf? Mm. No, she's not. She's a human. She's a human woman. She's, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, she's also in charge of the. Well, 
don't. I mean, we can't be cousins. I'm not sure the rest of them will know that. It's it's not a big kept secret. They haven't been in town this long. Donk and uh, and Nat may realize that she is the leader of the local thieves guild um, that is run out of the Crooksnook. Probably the worst kept secret in Otari. So maybe ma- cousin by marriage. Right. Safe to say. I don't know if she's married or not, though. She need not be to be your cousin by marriage because she could have, like, an aunt that is, like, you know, married to your uncle. And then you guys would become cousins, not first cousins. Donkey's just standing there scratching his head trying (laughs) trying to figure out what the hell you guys are talking about. (laughs) He eats a pickle. (laughs) Come on. Get on out here. See you, lady. Thank you, Red. Um, good, good luck, and uh, and let me know if there's anything I can uh, do to help you. Um, and remember, uh, Ren's Wonders is always open. It's still daytime, right? Actually, it's getting close to uh, to noon. Um, you guys got out of the dungeon. You talked to Tamley for a while. You walked up. Um, she opened at about eleven o'clock, um, and so it's getting long towards noon. Well, um, you said you were going to uh, read our. Our futures, right? Is that this evening, though, right? Yes, that will have to be at the dark, because I have to be able to see the stars, dear. That's that caravan stuff, right? Yes, the cosmic caravan speaks to me. That's where Dave came from. Yes. You've seen Dave, right? His friend? Dave's the name of the glowing ball of light with wings. Yeah, yeah, I've been wondering about Dave. What about him? I could ask him if it's not too personal. He just kind of seems like your own personal lantern. He don't do a whole lot, does he? Oh, he doesn't shed light. He he uh he connects me to the cosmic caravan and grants me my powers through their blessings. Uh huh. Would Dave like to have a pickle? Oh, uh, Dave does not consume material goods. He he, he does not have a mouth. Donk, correct? How ascended of him? Yes. I'm sorry I don't have any armor. I thought of another place you might try besides the market and blades for glades. We have a, a small garrison here in town, and um, Captain uh, Lardis Longsaddle is the uh, is the captain of the guard. I, I know they have militia items and and suits of armor for times of emergency. Perhaps that they would be willing to sell you something. We shall see. And I don't want to be indelicate about this, but your people weren't always so friendly as they are today, and I think they may have some leftover armor that might be in your size from, shall we say? Uh, not-so-nice interpersonal um, meetings? As long as it's in better shape than what I have. Well, you'll have to check with them. So, Pete, how are we doing on the cell list? Just about done. Don, did you want to go look at the armor while they're looking through the gear here? Sure. Before we split up, Bridger leans over to to Uko and is like, Just remember, avoid three-spotted cats. And gives him a big old hearty slap on the shoulder and is like, all right, let's go, Bomi. Okay, guys. Wait, do you mean three three spots on cats or three cats with spots? Yeah, we'll see you for lunch. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> all right. Um, selling everything and all that. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Divided six ways. Everybody gets the following. Ten gold. Fifteen silver. Forty copper. Sweet. Thanks, Pete. A nice little windfall from your... Uh, Sorry, what was the copper one more time? 40. 40. Thank you. And then uh, we have some parcels that end up being a full and a fund. I believe that's called a manager's fee. So who is going where first? We could go check the uh, the garrison. All right. Going to go to the Atari Actually, garrison? Just thinking back in my memory, I went to that swords store. Right. Did I see any armor in there that looked like it would work for me? Well, if you remember right, that um, smithy was not in the best of, shall we say, because uh, he keeps losing order. elections. You did see armor, uh, like in the back corner and stuff, but you didn't really go back there. You were talking to uh, the proprietor Rajani. If I remember right, you were looking at a at a for a bow and a shield, maybe or something. Uh, somebody else was looking. I was looking for. I was looking for maybe a shield or armor. I've decided. To uh, to forego the shield, but some uh, really nice leather armor would be. Well, it is on the way. Blades for Glades um, is actually around the corner, and then down the street as you go back towards Main Street, you can stop there again on your way to um, the market or the Dawnflower Library. 
or even um, odd stories, depending on where you want to go from there. So Blades for Glades is on the way. Would you like to stop there? Yes. All right. As you guys go around the corner, head back south, and then take a hard uh, left to head east down the road, you again see the decrepit sign uh, swinging by rusty hinges um, from the side of the shop. It's kind of a disheveled-looking area for a primary smithy, um, but he mostly specializes nowadays in the destruction of saws, axes, and other tools used in the lumber trade. But uh, you know that uh, from talking to... to uh, Rin, that Carmen Rajani is a skilled smith, and he does carry some arms and armor. But you also know that he, uh, from looking at the posters, he's lost at least four mayoral races here in town. He uh, he seems to be kind of in his cups, or at least hungover from the last time you were there. You walk in this time, and you see that he's up and around, uh, but he's kind of mostly just shuffling stuff while a couple of apprentices are, are banging on the anvil and, and working with some cherry red metal back in the back. What would you like to do? Specifically, I'm looking for a suit of leather armor. Okay. Um, so you go in, and he uh, he turns, he goes, Oh, were you here this morning? Yes, with my friend. I thought maybe you were a... Never mind. Uh, what can I help you with? Do you have leather armor that fits goblins? Hmm, leather armor, leather armor that fits goblins, uh, goblins. Uh, hmm. Let me look, let me... And he goes, he goes uh, back to the like the side corner of the shop where you see a lot of stuff piled there, like some boxes and stuff, and he just starts throwing stuff, like, left and right. And uh, I know it's in there somewhere. Crash, bang, boom. And uh, finally he pulls out a, a set of leather armor. Um, it's, it looks about the right size. Um, it's covered in dust. And uh, he goes, <coughs> I, I know I had one. This, uh, I found it. Uh, look, uh, hardly any holes whatsoever. It's almost brand new even. Uh, uh, here, try it on. And does it look nicer than what I currently have, or does it look like I don't identical? know. What are you wearing? Leather armor. What kind of leather armor? Mark, didn't you memorize every aspect of all of our character I, sheets? No, I didn't. No. Just, uh... How dare you? Whatever it says in the thing. I'm leather, sorry, guys. Leather armor. I think we discussed being underprepared today. Kurt, most likely, he is holding the exact same thing you're wearing. But mine looks nicer. It's uh, it's purple. <laughs> no, it's it's like a wine-colored purple. You know, I mean, I it I like have a to bruise. I have to rub it in. You know, it's it's a very lengthy process. Yes. Okay, I have another suit I must go look at, but I may be back for this one. How much is it? Uh, whatever you paid for the last one plus five percent, because I don't like you. <laughs> Rough. I like this guy. Why don't you like me? You're short. Of course I'm short. I'm a captain. That's why I don't like you. That is rather rude of you to say. Are you there? Yeah. He he's oh, he's with me. Dog. Hello, you're tall and pale. What, what may I do for you? Pale? Uko looks around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm here with him. We're looking for armor for him. He's looking for something better than he has. Do you? Well, I, I have this armor. It's wonderful. It, it is a very nice shade of purple. Yes, and it will help, uh, help him blend in in the shadows. I, that's what you you look shifty. Is that what you do, right? Did you say shifty or shitty? <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Doc, I think we can probably find a better deal somewhere else. You'll never find better deals than Blades for Glades. I have been making swords and things for adventurers for for several years here in the swamp. This is not a sword. Well, of course not. It's armor. But you, I'm telling you, I've been making swords for several years. And, and that's why I call myself Blades for Glades and not Armor for Goblins. And you're upcharging based on your relationship with this person. I don't have a relationship with him. If I had a relationship, it would be a discount and not an extra. Does he know that we are fucked? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and at that, his, his eyes pop open and he goes... There's <laughs> a look on his face like, what? <laughs> now I can't remember what the acronym stands for. Fellows under constant development. There you go. Or you know, if somebody thinks of something better for those four letters, please feel free to chime in. Fellows under constant development. Uh, the the two of you fellows. Um, plus the other one that was with him when he came in before, and two others. I'm sorry. I was kind of. It was kind of foggy this morning. It was a long night at, uh, the in the cups. Uh, how many of them are you, actually? The fellow is the fucked. We are five. Five and fuckers. And, and one that is somewhat unconscious most of the time. So five fucked and one unconscious fucker. 
Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I see. You might want to work on that name. It's clever, but uh, I'm not sure how it would play if you introduce yourself to most people's. Well, why, why is that? Well, you call yourselves fucked. In my experience, that usually means someone that's not doing very well. That sounds apt. <laughs> at least, at least you are owning your name. I like that. So tell me, uh, Mr. Fucked, uh, what uh, what is your claim to fame? Are you just new adventurers starting out? Have you done anything I might have heard of? Well, we did just help out Tamerly. There was this dragon in her basement, and we, um, oh, <laughs> we had to kill it. I, I thought you said the dragon in her basement. <laughs> yeah. So is it tooth? And I have a tooth on a necklace that I show him. Uko pulls out a handful of green scales. You're not, you're not pulling my arm. The dragon is still at Tamerly's if you would like to see it. Uh, she might let you in for a small fee. Uh, she's charging to see the dead dragon? I mean, I would assume so. It's quite S- the sight. So, uh, wait a minute. Uh, yesterday, I, I, in the evening, I heard uh, that, that there was uh, some kids that had killed a dragon. Are you those kids? Yes, we've, <laughs> went, under, we've went under revisions on our name. Um, Their management. Yes. Doing business as... <laughs> so you were the kids and now you're fucked uh, it's kind of like we're fucked kids but anyway. that's gross don't even speak about that <laughs> in my shop I won't have that um, but anyway uh, Mr. Fucked and Mr. Fucked too uh, I have this wonderful armor and, uh, and, and perhaps we can help each other because uh, you know uh, if you can look around you can see that uh, I have tried several times to win the uh, the mayoral race here in uh, in Otari, uh, because you know Osephus Methus is uh, he's been mayor for years. Nothing ever changes. He has a lock on everything. He keeps everybody down. He doesn't let honest businessmen like me get a leg up. All because he is part of the Rose God family. He is a descendant of the Rose God. Well, you know who else is a descendant of the Rose God here in Otari? I, I, Carmen Rajani, is a descendant to the Rose Guard. So why, why can he be mayor and not I? Why have I not been recognized for my ancestral blood? That's, that's the question you should be asking yourselves. I might be able to help you for a nominal fee plus 5%. That is a very good question that you posed. If that is his only uh, reason for being in charge, then... You have just as much a right to rule as he, he does. Right. See, that's what I've been telling people for years. But, you know, because he lives in the fancy house and he has the museum and he has the sword and he has all the money because he's a lumber baron and I am just a poor blacksmith. Well, I mean... It's not right, I tell you. It's not right. Backing from the ones who uh, stopped a band of kobolds that were going to use a dragon to take over the city might help. Yes, yes, but, I mean, how am I going to tell everybody that I'm being supported by the fact? Can you picture that on, like, a mayoral poster? Vote for the mayor, such and such. Promoted by fucked. <laughs> uh, yes, that's what I'm having a problem with. That is a good question, I suppose. Everybody would know who we are. Oh, they will not forget your name. I will tell you that much right now. That is for sure. We could have a fucked parade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if 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 they don't get uh, Mehemis, uh, if we don't get him out of uh, the mayor's office, the whole town will be fucked. <laughs> that might work. <laughs> We're not currently accepting new membership. <laughs> it's an additional five percent. Do you think the rest of the town could be useful in that? Well, I what with the dragon slaying? I'm I'm thinking. That uh, you guys should really work on your name. Something with some gravitas. Uh, something that we could promote uh, my, I mean, you with. Yes, uh, I, I could guide you in this. I do have some political uh, experience to, 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 to my name and hack. Um, so far, I have not been uh, lucky. But I think, I think with the proper uh, monies and, uh, and, the, uh, and the fame that uh, you fucked uh, would bring to the table, uh, we, we might be able to make out a working relationship. And, of course, if you were able to do that, uh, we, we could probably drop the 5% upcharge and maybe even make a discount. Oh, did you have financial backing for us as well? 
no, no. I was talking more like you being famous adventurers would, of course, want to back my play uh, for the mayor's race because that way, you see, I would institute uh, policies and uh, and uh, procedures um, to open up the adventuring uh, areas here that's uh, stifled by my competitor and uh, current mayor. Oh, and you could provide us with armor and weapons to keep us alive. Well, yes, perhaps later. Yes, of course. Once I am in the mayor's office, then of course I will turn my uh, my smithy over to uh, to my apprentices, and uh, it would be his time to shine. And I will I will take a more of an advisory role around here, and and I'm I'm sure we could definitely uh, outfit you uh, uh, without cost. Uh, the city would see it as a uh, how do you say uh, a business expense? Yes, uh, you provide security for the town. Uh, me as mayor would. Uh, Renumerate you for uh, your services. Well, I mean, I can't make the decision now, but I will discuss it with the rest of the fucked. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, go and talk to the fucked and uh, let me know uh, what you all decide. And uh, did you want this armor, uh, small person? So, I uh, can. Do you appraise? I can, yeah. Can you tell me what you think of this armor? Give me a second. He's going to tell you that it's not magical because he doesn't have any magical armor. But if you want magical armor and you bring a runestone, he can definitely inscribe it for you. And if you buy the armor at full price plus the 5% upcharge, he will do the scribing for free. Well, it's, it's, it's definitely in for consideration. I like the fact that it's purple because I think it would go with my hat. For all those people who used to play Ruinscape, it's purple goblin armor. As a head up for everybody... Plus one armor rune is a level five item, 160 gold. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to find that. As we wind on down the road. Yeah. <laughs> e- even if you could find it. He's on down, he's on down the road. I think if we combined all of our money, we could afford one. I think you may be better off checking somewhere else for the armor today. Or maybe investing in heavier armor. I can't go heavier. You can get started, can't you? Sorry, I'm, I'm not very good with armor. I don't really wear armor. He said, did you say studded armor? Why didn't you say so? And he throws, that, he throws a purple one over his shoulder, goes back, rummages in the corner, and he pulls out a set of studded leather armor. And the studs are kind of neat because they're little R's <laughs> for Rajani. That's very nice. I, I made this up as a... Uh, uh, this is very sentimental to me. I made this up as a uh, as a craftsman's piece um, when I was getting my apprenticeship done. But uh, it's, uh, it's my best work, and I put the little R's for the studs. See how clever that is—the little R's and the, the points—and and, uh, yes, it will it will do you very well. It's very good craftsmanship. This guy's going to strain a muscle, pat himself on the back. <laughs> what is your uh, eight, your uh, dex, Kurt? I think he's drunk con? enough. He probably won't feel it anyway. I think it conflicts with my dex mod, and I have to keep that. So, well, my dex is plus four. Okay. So what you would do is you would trade one AC bonus and reduce one dex bonus. It's a wash, right? Yeah. And it, your it, armor would be it the would same screw power. all my attacks. So, yep, can't do that. Uh, that's what? No, it no. wouldn't affect your attacks. That's never been how that works. But your AC would not change. Is the purpose? Yeah, I just stay the same for now. So no. Not do they think? Ah, you. that's fine. I didn't want to really part with it anyway. It is a, it is a, a, a prestige piece that I did. Yes, I, I should probably put this up on display. It's very, and he starts to, uh, he starts to put it on like a, uh, there's a mannequin. He starts to put it on the mannequin, and uh, anything else I could do for you, fuckers? I start trying to talk like Balmy Taker. I've been working on my impression. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so today, but we may be back to discuss that. Business arrangement. Do do you need uh, do you need uh, blades, swords, uh, stabby things? I have several. And he's, he 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 like takes all this stuff and that pushes it off this display case that you didn't know was a display case because it had so much crap on top of it. And he goes, that just uh, here here look uh, look and you see a, a glittering display of blades and swords in this case. He goes, you know, he says uh, my ancestor, my ancestor Vol Rajani, she was the fighter of the Rose Guard. And her blood rests in my veins, too. And so that's why, also, I like to make swords more than armors. Because, you know, she was a great swords, swordswoman. I want to be a great swordsman. But I found I'm better at crafting than I am at swinging. So, here we are. 
Well, it's good that you found your talent. Um, unfortunately, I'm not much of a stabby kind of person. I just have this, and, and Ugo pulls out his star knife. And I don't really use it much. I can see why. That would be a difficult weapon to use, yes. How do you keep from cutting yourself? With care? No. Continue to care and uh, don't be fucked. Well, you are fucked, so don't worry about it. Yes, go be fucked somewhere else. I'm busy. <laughs> I don't know why he's so insistent we changed the name. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like when you refer to the group where it's now, we're fucked-ers. Well, if you're not buying anything, you should probably uh, go. But uh, if uh, you are interested in helping the mayoral race and see real progress brought to Otari, then uh, remember, Rajani is your man. I will keep that in mind. And Uko, like, is tugging. Oh, no, you're not tugging. I'm ready to leave. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, Uko... I've been waiting, like, moving toward the door, slowly creeping that direction. Uh, Oh, also, (laughs) as as you can see here, uh, I need uh, some help with the upkeep. My apprentice is there. Uh, not so great. Um, if uh, if you have any downtime between your wonderful adventures and want to earn some gold, if any of you are crafters, uh, I have a full crafting workshop here. Of course, you could you could make some extra coin and uh, help me uh, clean up the business at the same time. I'm more of a tailor. Oh, how nice for you! So I guess you guys are leaving uh, Carmen Rajani and the Blades for Glades. Yes. Where would you like to go next? Or better yet, who else is doing what else? I believe Bridger and I were skipping down the road. Where were you skipping to? And and you, as you skip by, uh, people's heads turn and tongues begin to wag after they pick their jaws up off the road because it's not every day, even in Otari, that you see an Erexia and a dwarf holding hand and claw skipping down the main thoroughfare. There's a there's an old lady out in front of her house sweeping the stoop and make she a just, hole. Where fuck? She just. <laughs> She just, she hears you say that, and she just gives you the stink eye, and, oh, kids. I thought they were kids. So where are you guys whatever, uh, skipping off which, to? Whichever place we decided we wanted to go to comes up first. I, I think we were going to swing by so you could talk to your possible right. cousin by marriage, and then... Logistically, that's how the order in which I want to do them. Okay, so tell me where you want to go, and I will tell you what is on the way. Uh, we were going to the magic shop, the wizard oddities, odd stories. Odd stories, odd stories. yes. That's where we're going. That is where you will pass first. Okay. Um, and uh, you see a uh, um, kind of a neat building. Um, it looks like a small wizard's tower, maybe maybe two and a half, three stories tops, is stuck on to the back of like a oh a rambling little house. And uh, there is a, a, a book-shaped uh, sign hanging from um, a rail outside off the side of the building. And it says, Odd Stories of Otari. So where do you know this place? It's called Odd Stories. There's a feller in there who's got spectacles. He'll, 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 he'll point you in the right direction. So relatively trustworthy? I guess. Yeah, I'd say so. Your confidence uh, is not exactly brimming. So be it. I'm going to let you judge for yourself. Uh, I got, we go inside. All right. So as you open the door um, you uh, to this uh, three-story uh, stone tower, rises from the back half of a one-room or one-floor wooden bookstore. As you enter the door, um, a little bell tinkles. Ding-ling, ding-ling. Look it, around. Yeah, it's right by your head, Bridger. Oh. And oh. It's, it's a little brass bell, and it sounds happy. Happy to be there. It's just a happy little dude. It needs a friend, a happy little friend. And as you're, as you're looking at the bell, and I imagine Bridger is, is taking his claw and just kind of tinking it, not really ringing it, but just, just tinking it, like kind of, hello. And you see a red-haired gentleman with his hair uh, slicked back, closely cropped to his head with large round glasses thick glasses and uh, he comes bustling out of the uh, the tower into the shop proper and uh, he goes oh well uh, hello hello you two uh, you um, I've seen you around before me uh, yes um, are you sure well don't you hang out at the crook snook every now and then guilty as charged 
Well, I hope you're not guilty of anything, especially not book thievery. But you, I haven't seen an Aruxi in these parts in years. How are you doing? Uh, relatively well. Uh, most of the tribe around these parts died out, uh, from what I can tell, a couple centuries ago, so that's why we've been so uncommon. Well, yes, that's what I meant. I haven't seen you in ages. Well, You've actually, never seen me. I'm not that old, so I wouldn't have seen... Oh, Ruxy in general. Not you specifically, uh, sir. I am so sorry. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Arthur Morblint, and, uh... Oh, 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 Carthy! Carthy, dear, come here! We have visitors! And you hear a... A clatter and, and uh, a, a boom is like a big book is dropped. And you hear kind of grumbling in the back. It's like, <sighs> Maury, what is going on out there? You know I'm trying to restock all these shells. And another rather large human comes out. Looks like uh, maybe a, a guardsman or an old adventurer. But uh, he's kind of started going to pot. Uh, but he is—he's uh, still got the lantern jaw and the, and the, you know, the strong chin. He looks like back in the day he might have been someone to tangle with. And uh, Morblint, the glasses wearing, when she goes, "Oh, look, Kathy, we have an Aruxi in our shop. Isn't that amazing?" And well, you've seen this uh, little dwarf uh, run around. Uh, he hangs out at the crook's nook. He kind of gives you the stink eye. Kathy, he looks at you and he's like, "Yeah, I remember him." I just grinned back. Well, uh, I'm going to leave you two to talk to my husband here, and uh, I'm going to go back to stocking the shelves. A pleasure to meet you. Uh, yeah, nice to meet you, and I'm going to keep my eye on you. You can keep both on. It's fine. Hey, Bummy. <laughs> Bummy. Yeah. He's married. Yeah, that's fine. So. I wasn't hitting on him. Oh, uh, my apologies. <laughs> so anyway, um, what can uh, Morblint and Odd Stories do for you? Uh, are you buying or selling? Maybe a little bit of both, but uh, my felt partner here, he, he's one a wand. Oh, a wand, is it? Excellent, excellent. Well, um, what type of wand were you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for, uh, preferably, if I can be as specific as possible, uh, about 18 inches. Uh, I prefer uh, Rowan. Uh, with a, uh, uh, preferably a dragon core, uh, but in general. All right, all right. In general, uh, one that casts mage armor. Rowan, 18 inches, dragon core, uh, mage armor. Mm -hmm. And he, he goes behind him, there's like a, a credenza with like several, uh, drawers in it, and he starts pulling them open, he's going through them, he goes, um, hmm, uh, yes, uh, no, not that drawer, and he slams out and back, and he goes, ah, ah, well. Here, I have found one. It is mage armor. However, it is you, and it's about 17 inches. I know it's not exactly what you're looking on, but what's an inch between friends, right? Well, what's the core? Uh, Phoenix. Acceptable. Excellent, excellent. Uh, w will, you be, uh, will you be paying cash, or... Uh... No, I was going to use gold coins. Oh, well, that's acceptable. Yes, of course. So, uh, what are you needing, a, uh, if you don't mind me saying, I, I not only like to sell stories, but I like to hear stories as well. And it sounds like an Aruxi who needs a wand of mage armor has a story they might be willing to share. Oh, but ain't you heard? We're the new adventurers in town. We're fucked. Well, I'm, I'm sorry? Uh, it's an acronym. Yeah. Oh, I that. love those. What does it sound, stand for? The uh, fellow's under constant development. It really, I feel, epitomizes <laughs> our desire to improve ourselves. Well, that is most noble of you. Yes, most people don't ever want to improve, and they don't strive. I say, if you're not going to improve yourself, you might as well die. It's a, a very morbid outlook on life. Well, my name is Morblint. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> That's one of my little jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Ethy never laughs at any of my jokes. Yeah, he's kind of a dour individual. Well, but he's got a big heart. I mean, he is he's a big teddy bear. He really. should. He's a big feller. Yes, yes, he is. Uh-huh. Bet you like that. <laughs> well, of course I do. Uh -huh. Well, we've been married for 23 and a half years. The devil oh, you say. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Um, actually, uh, in about four more months, um, uh, we'll be celebrating our anniversary. Mazel tov. Is that a benediction? Yes. Uh, congratulations. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, you certainly are the nicest Aruxi I've ever met. Well, thanks. 
Hey, tell tell. He said he liked to hear stories. You want to tell him a little bit about that baby business? Uh, sure. And this whole time, Bridger's like slowly stacking up the coins, so he's got like six stacks of ten. Okay. Uh, and he's double checking them and making sure they're all weighted properly and everything, and that we don't uh. He doesn't get rid of any of those special ones from the what we think was from the Underdark, right? Uh, and he goes, "Yeah, so uh, Tamerly over at the fish place, she uh, she was like, hey, my fish are gone,' and we were like, oh, uh, we could look into that.' And she's like, well, 'Well, I'll pay you all an absurd amount of money,' and I was like, like each, uh, and so we went down." And we found there were rats, and then there was a hole, and then a bigger hole, and then kobolds. And there were a lot of kobolds and some other things, and we found an orc. Uh, he's unconscious. Uh, he's asleep. Uh, he, he, I, he was helping us out for a while there. Yeah, he may or may not be fucked. We're unsure at this time. Uh, but then we they kept saying something about baby. Uh, uh, but they said it like this, and he, uh, Bridger says it in Draconic. And he, he, he nods, oh, Yes. Uh, yes. So they they speak a very weird dialect of draconic, but they kept calling it baby. And it turns out baby was a dragon. Uh, so and it um it, it almost killed us. But but we were not fucked. But we became fucked because we killed it. It's quite an improvement. So so you you started out at the old rats in the basement quest for Tamerly. Yeah. But that led you through a hole in the wall. And you found kobolds in there. Yeah. And the kobolds were worshipping a baby. But the baby was a dragon. A baby dragon. And it had fucked the orc while he was unconscious. Something like that, yes. Oh, well, that is certainly a story. And you lived to tell about it, and you killed the dragon. You're, you're dragon slayers. That's yes. right. Yeah. And now Rin wants us to go check out why the gauntlet's been relit. Yeah, you, you seen that? Oh, yeah. The, the what? Yeah. The gauntlet's you, relit. You heard us right. Mm-hmm. No, surely not. That that light hasn't been lit for, well... 402 years and six months. Well, yes, I was going to say over 400, and that certainly is over 400. Well, you are very well informed. Don't let his looks fool you. He's not a dumber, dumber fellow at all. What's that supposed to mean? Do I look dumb? And no. also, he's like checking his clothes, like, is there no, something on me? not at all. But now what can you tell us about this gaunt light? Oh, I wasn't going to say he looked dumb at all. In fact, I have known that most Eruxies, well, most, uh, uh, several anyway, in my estimation and uh, remembrance, um, are quite the scholars of... Well, then you uh, already know what I mean. Well, I was saying that, yes, before you... You're quite an interrupter, but that's all right. Uh, everyone has to tell their stories in their own time, in their own way. But, uh, yes, um, uh, I know I have some books here about uh, the gauntlet, um, um, but I can tell you a little bit about uh, the place. It seems that it was built over 500 years ago uh, by a, uh, a a lady, and I use that term loosely, uh, by the name of one Bellacora. You see, Bellacora uh, seemed to be some sort of uh, arcane practitioner, and I don't know for sure what flavor of, of magical knowledge she had, but um, it was heard tell that she could have been a witch or a wizardess or... Um, it's kind of foggy. It happened a long time ago. But her name was Bellacora Harux, and uh, she arrived in this region, um, oh, about 4230 AR. And uh, they're not really sure why she did it, but she began the construction of the Gauntlet and the keep that surrounds the area in the middle of a swamp, miles from the seashore. Uh, it's weird. Commonly referred to as ley lines. Weird place. Uh, uh, yes, yes. I, I am. I'm assuming that's why she picked that spot. But then to put a lighthouse on top of it that that couldn't be really seen from from the sea. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, she began to grow and grow in uh, in fame and and uh, and started to cause quite a bit of problems here. And uh, as the story goes, um, a group of adventurers from uh, Absalom uh, got wind of it, and uh, they came out here and to, to put her down, and they were called the Rose God. she evil or something? Well, she wasn't very good, and people started disappearing, and, and things started happening, and, and it's, it's all quite muddled because it has been 500 years. I mean, I'm sure I could probably do some research and be able to tell you more, but... 
I have several books on history. I can do that uh, for you know nominal fee, maybe,、um, or maybe we could work out、uh, a deal of of things.、Um, uh, well, are you are you going to、uh, go out there with the rest of your fucked comrades and and check out the the keep and the gauntlet? That's right. That's our next assignment. Well, if you go out there, I would、uh, be willing to maybe take some tomes off your hands if you found such things. Hmm. What kind of kind of books are you looking for? Well, pretty much anything, as long as it's old. Um, I I think that uh, you know, books are just stories you haven't heard yet, and I love new stories,、uh-huh. even if they're old. They're still probably new to me the first time. All right. So, uh, if uh, if you would be in your journeys and you would happen to find any books, um, uh. And I can make you a list, of course, but uh, uh, for specific titles, but just any books that are in good condition,、um, I would be willing to pay you. Oh, let's say five gold pieces per bulk delivered、uh, here to me at the Odd Stories. All right, we will keep that in mind. Yeah, it is very damp out there since you know it, it's a swamp. So any books may have deteriorated. Red, red, oh, yeah. oh, oh, of course, of course, yes, yes, and and I mean, and I don't mind if they're scrolls as long as they're in good condition because sometimes those are written on vellum and stuff that's harder to to destroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I, and they don't even have to be magical books. Of course, magical books I would be more than willing to pay a a, a higher premium, of course, because they are magic. But just just any old books. I I love books of all kinds. Will. You know,、uh, uh, you know someone else in town here that really likes books.、Um, it's it's、uh, it's kind of you odd. Tell us who your competition is. No, no, no. I'm、uh, talking a, a, a fellow bibliophile that I、uh, I have come in here every now and then.、Uh-huh. Um, it, it's you you can't miss them. Trust me, they ride on a little doggy well, and they glow、now. all、yep. the time.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's fucked. She's fucked. Oh, she's fucked too. Yeah, so's the dog. Yeah, she's gonna do that little bit of research that you was talking about. I'm gonna see what she turns up with, and if she doesn't have enough good stuff, we'll come back and talk to you about maybe doing a little research for us. Well, that sounds fine. And and if you see Nat,、uh, tell her that that Maury and、uh, and Carl said hello, and and、uh, we can't wait for her to come back. You know, she's really the only ones that can reach the top shelves anymore with、uh, Carl and his bad knee and lumbago, of course. Uh huh, lumbago. Go. Yes, it's a, it's a it's a a problem with the lower back. I mean,、yeah. you know, he、uh, he pulled something、oh. when he was much younger. I thought you said lumbata. <laughs> oh no, he can't do the lumbata anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, I thank you very much, and we will set aside any books we come across. Oh, that, that、uh, would be that would be amazing. That our fellow fucked member doesn't want to keep herself. Oh, oh. Also,、um, if any of you of all the,、uh, the the wizardly、uh, pursuits or or even scribes or whatnot, I have a full selection. And he and he moves some books off the counter that you're you're kind of leaning on. And in the top of the glass case, you can see、um, all kinds of inks and parchments, scribing tools, you know, like quill tip pens, little knives to 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 keep the quill sharp, ink blotter,、uh, ink. Yeah, ink blotters,、uh-huh. um, and and several textbooks,、um, and like there's something that looks like、um, a piece of wood with two other pieces of wood on there. He says, "I'm not sure that I think that's for mathematics, but it's never one of my strong suits." It slides and it's like a ruler,、mm-hmm. um, and、uh, then there's this thing, and it looks like a half moon with a flat edge. He goes, "They say that that's for angles." Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't know if any of your scholars, but perhaps、uh, it would be useful. Or if you know anybody,、um, I've had these for a while and they're not selling. So if you could, I would. I would really appreciate it. All right. Do you know what that thing's called there? That half round thing. I think it's an angle grinder. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's referred to as a protractor. Oh, a protractor. Yeah. Oh well, that's a lot better than my name. Yeah. I have one. I've seen one before. I'm gonna go check to see if it's still there. Bye. All right. Well, have a nice day. It was so nice to meet you,、uh, a Ruxy person. And、uh, yeah, yeah. Places and, to go,、uh, things to see, people to do. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Oh my, Carl. Weren't they wonderful? I, I the Ruxy is so small. And he closed the door. I flick the、uh, bell as I go by. Ding. <laughs> 
So that was Odd Stories and More Blunt and Carlthy, um, uh, the, uh, the, the couple of bibliophiles that we have in town there. And uh, you've got another uh, little side quest, a uh, little chance to make some extra money while you're doing your, uh, your exploration of the, the Gauntlet Keep. Um, so next off, we're going to look in to see what Nat is doing. Coincidentally, Nat's first thing was she was going to be purchasing some writing utensils. Oh. And then she was going to go visit the bibliophiles. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nat, being a, um, a semi-bit of a resident here for a while in town, a transient resident, she knows that the places where you can get those things is the Dawnflower Library. But, of course, she also knows Odd Stories is much closer to where they're at. So she says goodbye to Rin, and she heads off towards Odd Stories and turns the corner north of the shop just in time to see Bommy and Bridger walk out and head south themselves. They seem nice. <laughs> hey, he's all right. He's just a little different. And uh, we'll find out what Nat wants to buy next time on Shield Bash. Shield Bash is made in association with Knights of the Octagon and the Farmageddon Gaming Convention. Find us online at shieldbash.net, on Facebook at Shield Bash, on Twitter at Bash Shield, and on YouTube at Shield Bash. Bumper music provided by Lee Rosevere. Other artists can be found in the episode description. Troubles in Otari, Abomination Vaults, Serpent Skull, and Pathfinder are the property of Paizo Publishing Incorporated. Leave a comment on iTunes for a chance to hear us read it out on the podcast. Questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com.